Sharing is sharing. Yeah, that, that is what it is. It's the place where we share spooky news and frightful views with each other and you about all things horror. It's a landmark episode. It is. It's another one. It's another one. Every 10 episodes we celebrate because you know what? Life is too short not to celebrate. That's right. Shouldn't we have the music queue up now? Celebrate. You know, that'll start playing. <laughs> I think air horns. <laughs> and some like, you know, then the drop comes in. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, why not? The drop. Yeah. I'm I'm imagining a whole DJ setup going on. Sure. Sure. Well, today, I mean, as every week, but today I'm here with Jeremy, the original Sasquatch Slim Rusk. And you are Brandy Joe Planbeck, the flaming scream queen yes. himself. And we have a guest as we do every 10 episodes. And we have one of our super fans, or as we like to call them, elite FOPs, friend of the podcast. We have Lauren. Yay. Yay, <laughs> Lauren! Welcome. Hey, do you do you have some sort of name you'd like to be called? How I'm the Flaming Scream Queen, and Jeremy's the Sasquatch Slim Rusk, original Sasquatch Slim. That is. Do you have any? I wasn't saying nomenclature. I, That's not I the probably word. have multiple nomenclatures that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to be called, though? I don't know. I get really confused when people try to call me ma'am. So as long as you don't say that, we're cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'll I mean, just be just plain old Lauren. There are like a million of us in the 80s that were born. So it's fine. <laughs> You're an 80s baby. We love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I've me- officially crossed into the 40s. So woohoo. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Um, Fiend of the podcast, I guess. Elite fiend. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whatever title you want to give, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you are probably, I don't know, Teacher Drew's up there. I think Teacher Drew started way before me. I was actually looking back uh, because I was trying to be like, you know what? Let me make sure like I don't pull up crap that I've already told Brandy Joe before. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> so it took a long time to scroll back through Instagram. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I started harassing them back in like November. And by then I said I'd been listening for a month. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say teacher Drew's up there, but you're like the next most prolific writer. I think oh. we have. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. easily. Yeah, I'm just lonely and obnoxious, I guess. It's cool. <laughs> no, we love it. So, I mean, people will probably eventually see your face because we'll have a, a, an image of us, but what color is your hair right now for who, anyone who's just listening? It's supposed to be lime green, but it is very much turning uh, some form of lime yellow. Mm. See, my first thought to give you a fun name was Loch Ness, Lauren, because I could tell it was green. And I've seen from your pictures (laughs) that it's also green. And we love Lockie, Loch Ness. I don't know. All right. Nessie. Nessie is her name. Thank you. (laughs) Lockie. (laughs) (laughs) but lauren yeah so you like you know you came to listen to us after we've been around for a while but you like listened to a lot of our episodes like you like binged it right yeah so um i had the benefit of being able like a lot of people to listen to podcasts while at work um so 
I just kind of came across you guys and I was able, because I was listening on Spotify, it will just keep going. You don't have to like reset every time. And so like I could be going through hours of routine tasks and just listening to episodes. And at first, of course, like we talked about grand schemes. I was like, I'm going to remember everything I'm listening to. Well, that doesn't work, but <laughs> I promise I've listened to all the episodes. <laughs> well, that's no, that, that's amazing. I, I know. But, and I, yeah. I do wonder what are the long-term effects of listening to so much of us in such a short time. <laughs> oh my God. I just think about my <laughs> annoying you lose track. You, yeah. you lose track of like, did they talk about this? Especially if you listen to more than one podcast and you're like, did they talk yes. about this? Did yeah. someone else talk about this? I Did anyone talk about this? I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we've talked about. I don't even remember anything. You know, so. I don't remember what I did yesterday half the time. So oh it's fine. So true. So true. So Lauren, tell the listeners, give us like a, a little bit about you. Like, who you are, where you are, what matters to you in life, what what are your important things, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations? No, just whatever you want. Just give as much as you all. want. <laughs> all the deep thoughts. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, my name is Lauren. Hi. Uh, hey. Hi. 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 Uh, I'm over in North Carolina, so I had that momentary thing of like, wait, is it five o'clock their time or my time? But uh, so I'm in North Carolina, which confuses a lot of people because they hear my voice and they don't hear North Carolina. Um, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, why, I'm a why is that? Like, why don't you have an accent? I wasn't expecting one, by the way. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to blame uh, Midwest Accent TV. Okay. And um, my mom is actually from New York. My dad's from Texas. Mm-hmm. And somehow accents stopped. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, so I'm a, uh, I guess I'm a mom. Uh, I got degrees, uh, at NC State in animal science and physiology. Uh, I was in the science field for about 14 years. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Not doing that anymore. Having fun. Uh, and love animals love plants i don't know i don't know what to tell people no one wants to hear this it's a horror podcast i've always loved horror movies we'll just leave it alone. <laughs> and no you have cares. you have two children is that correct i do it feels like three if you know what i mean <laughs> <So> <laughs> I we love have tess and we love tess and what is your other child's name i mean if that's something you want to share you no, no no uh the little one is named rowan but rowan. we just call her row oh my god um, i love it I actually told Tess when I picked her up today, I was like, hey, so something happened and they asked me to be on the podcast. And she was just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> screw you. <laughs> She's too busy texting a friend about, are you mad at me? So it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Kids. Well, yeah. we adore Tess. So, okay, great. Um, well, thank you for all that because there's someone there that even I didn't know. And you've led an exciting life and you're so uh, young al- so already, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's the other cool thing I do. I, it surprises people, so I'll say it. Um, yeah. Uh, I started doing martial arts a while back. Actually, don't start martial arts when you're 30 if you want to be really good at it. But I started about 10 years ago, and I've been doing a couple different styles since then, so it's a lot of fun. So I am an instructor uh, in one style of karate, and I've just been having fun learning Sticks a knife and empty hand and throws and takedowns. And even though it hurts, it's laughing. That's so cool. 
Yeah, I didn't Jeremy, think exactly. I'd like it. I didn't think I'd like it. Like my husband had a background in it, and I was okay. like, you know what? I need to let's do this together. I need to get like the baby weight off from the first kid. I don't think I'm gonna want to do class though, like because uh, I don't. I don't really want to get punched in the face. <laughs> And now I get punched in the face and I laugh. So it's a problem. <laughs> well, well, that's I a know, better I, response, I guess. Yeah, I've it always is. been interested. I've had I have no background in it in martial I had arts. None. But I've I've always been interested in uh learning something. Yeah, it seems you, like something you could get into, Jeremy. Oh, absolutely. You'd be amazed. Like the majority of people that I teach or that I work with are either tech-based or health-based, like mm. science. That's, I think it's just the way the brain works. And they're like, I do this. And I also want the outlet and there's some organization to it. So it's, it's good for your brain too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. I bet it's a nice thing to deal with stress. And it seems also like a peaceful sport to some degree. Like, I feel like there's a lot of focus that comes into it. I yeah. don't know if that's true, but it feels like it, it should it be is. that way. It is. Like, if you find a good group of people, anything you want to do, honestly, it's like you can do yoga, you'll get the same kind of thing. But anything where uh, we always say, like, leave your shit at the door. Yes. Right. So it's kind of like you guys do in the podcast, right? So you you drop that bag or whatever hell you're dealing with. And you walk away from it for that amount of time. And for that amount of time, you were doing this other thing. And you don't have to deal with it till you walk back out. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be so hard to do sometimes. But you can, you know, it's healthy to do that. Absolutely. It's necessary. <laughs> and necessary, for sure. So you mentioned you love horror movies. Tell us what your horror aesthetic is. Like, what what turns you on when it comes to horror? And what are you like, no, I don't need that. In my life um i'm probably more in team jeremy on this uh i'm big <laughs> on slashers and monster mm. movies uh i think we all kind of go through like the cycles so like you know there was a time when like vampire movies were really good or zombie movies were really good and um you know good old-fashioned cryptid movie uh any kind of slasher movie that and you can always be in the camp of like, it's the predictable crap that you're just watching for fun. And it can be like the more intense thriller stuff. Um, the only thing that I really struggle with or that I have trouble, and I'll still get through it, but um, it's a lot of the giallo stuff. Like, mm. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just sometimes I think I like tried to watch Autopsy. and. Mm. I had always seen the poster and this, and of course I'm sitting there and I have Shutter and I watched it and I was like, I watched it. Not sure what I just watched, but I watched. <laughs> yeah, it is an interesting I, I, genre. Yeah, Jalo is surely the most, uh, one of the more esoteric, I think, subgenres when you get into it, because there is a lot of, especially when Dario Argento started getting really like experimental. You're, yeah. It just came to flavor the entire genre with just logic is not one of the prerequisites for the story so yeah i think when your head starts to hurt sometimes it's not a good thing but uh, (laughs) sometimes it is sometimes you're just like you know what now i'm gonna go on the internet and figure out what i didn't get and Mm -hmm. that that falls into everything but i'm not a big fan of like torture porn kind of stuff you would say like i love the hostile movies but like there has to be something there um 
And of course, we go back and we watch stuff that we used to love and we're like, well, that's crap now or yeah. vice versa. Oh, so, yeah. like I tried to uh, I went and I rewatched House of a Thousand Corpses. And I remember and I've met Chris Hardwick and he's great. And he was so happy that we had him sign a copy. And and I remember like liking the movie, but I think I liked the movie because I was like. 20 or so. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the thing. It's like, let's be horrible. And it, you know, there's this whole thing of you're not supposed to like these guys. They're the bad guys. And now I rewatch it as a 40 year old with children. And I'm like, I, yeah, I wonder, because I'm still in for House of a Thousand Corpses. I mean, like, like, I still enjoy it. But yeah, I do always wonder. I'm like, will I have that switch flipped yet? Because I'm very much into the anti-hero, if you will, uh, sort of stories where it is, you know, you're rooting for the bad guy. And I still can get behind that. But I'm like, do I have a few more years before it'll finally change? Because I know so many people that, you know, exactly what you're talking about. It's like as you age out of the edginess and the... I think you that's know... all it is. Is like, I don't hate it like, yeah. by any means. But I think like... As an older adult, I just look at it and I'm like, yep, I see what you're trying to do there. Okay, cool. And then I forget people were in it like Rain Wilson and whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is strange. (laughs) When you say Chris Hardwick, I think of Shipwrecked because didn't he host that? Did you ever watch that? Did he? I think so. He did Singled Out and At Midnight and... Yeah, because I think you're going back, BJP. Like that was before uh even nerdist i think yeah i remember like way, singled out. i remember mtv when mtv was mtv ah. yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i i've i really think he did i'm gonna have to i'm looking it up here i just have to go back back I a mean, ways it, it could be but Chris Hardwick, I think he is adorable i mean that's his whole like it's funny he's got that whole hosting era that he just like doesn't even talk about because he doesn't consider like he considers it almost like a false start of his career uh, before he got into acting and then reinvented himself of course as the uh the podcast podcast guy uh with nerdist after that so and i said shipwrecked and i was wrong it's shipmates oh shipmates did you ever ever watch that that i vaguely remember it was horrible they have like (laughs) like it was like a blind dating sort of show but on a ship and so, yeah. like, they would pay for, like, their dinners and stuff if they would, like, go on dinners, like, together. Otherwise, like, they wouldn't pay for their things. So it was, oh like, if gosh. they didn't get along, then, like, they would. it was, yeah, I, I barely remember it, but it reminds me of being in San Diego back when I was doing the, the porn star plays, like, almost 20, or actually 20 years ago. Um, And, yeah, Chris Hardwick, and he looks so, so different now than he did yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it should have been called Shipwrecked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 This sounds like a better name. So speaking of things from the past, Lauren, <laughs> what is the first horror movie you remember seeing as a kid? So I was racking my brain on this and uh, I can't tell you what I saw first. And there were definitely a few of those like fever dream kind of movies of like, was this real? Did I catch this on TV? What the hell is it? I don't know what it is. I'll never see it again. The first one I distinctly remember sticking with me in a scary way was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that cotton candy. Oh, that's a formative movie for me, too. 
It is. And I got to meet uh, Grant Kramer last year and he is the nicest guy. Is and he in it or is he like crew? He's, yeah, he's um, Mike Tobacco or whatever the main character's name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been uh, so long since I've seen that. I, all I remember is cotton candy and blood. Yeah, people out. get wrapped in cotton yeah. candy. I was yeah. scared of my laundry hamper because of the popcorn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And what's the latest on that actually being like a TV show? There was like talks of it being like a Netflix thing, right? Is it mm-hmm. happening? They made a game. Oh, yeah. There's and a there, video game coming out. And there's there's an IMDb thing about a new movie. And I think it's because everybody from the original, <clears throat> everyone from the original was like circuited together on cons last year. So I think they've been pulling stuff together. I hope. I know they've announced like a movie multiple times over the years and it mm-hmm. seems like it's been false starts. And then there was supposed to be a TV series. And then again, I think they made an announcement and eh, so who knows, hopefully something comes. I, I I want another, another crack at it, especially since the Chiodo brothers are still, or Chiodo uh, are still. Kyoto. Um, Kyoto. Thank you. I didn't know either. <laughs> yep. No. Cause I'm used to like, cause there's a band. That and it's took- a CH. So you want to say Chip. Yeah, mm-hmm. the band calls themselves Chiodos, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like not the correct pronunciation of the guy's last name. So, uh, anyway, but they're still working. Like they yeah. never oh. stopped working in Hollywood. No. So I, I want no, them no. to make another movie of their own. So, yeah, yeah that uh, that movie definitely sticks with me as the first one. And I don't know if I told Brandy this. Uh, but I showed it to Tess when she was about the age that I saw it. Didn't know what was going to happen. And what I, did happen? Said, well, I thought I was scared as a child. She thought it was great. <laughs> <sighs> Which is good, because then I can tell her other things and not deal with her keeping me up at night. Oh, yeah. Now you, now you the bar is set. Yeah. yeah, can we talk a little bit more about Tess here for a moment since you brought her up? Because <laughs> sure, how... I'll make her listen to this later. <laughs> <laughs> how old is she? She's 13. And when do you remember her showing any like interest in scary movies? Oh, uh, I'm going to get in trouble for no, this. No, please. I, I was watching okay. like, when I was so young. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, when know. she was when she was real little. She'd sit on the couch with us and watch the Walking Dead TV series. Okay. Okay. And she watched that until we noticed that she started covering her ears when the zombies were all like, (laughs) and we realized that like she was starting to get creeped up by the sound. So we kind of dialed that back. Um, And then, you know, she'd come home from daycare. She was very articulate for a young child and she would come home and she like, mommy, I was told not to talk about zombies at school. And I was like, did you talk about zombies at school? She's like, yes. And I'm like, what did you say? I said, when zombies happen, we all die. And I was like, you're great. Great. I mean, you're not wrong, but I don't think kids are ready for this. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Has it been yeah. fun now that she's gotten older to like share things with her and and things like that? Like, has that been really cool? 
It has been. I think it's the same way that like Jeremy bonded with his dad over certain movies or, you know, you mm-hmm. bonded with your dad. Uh, it's I'm still the cool mom in her mind, which is very helpful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like we'll uh, we'll sit down and like I introduced her, I think, to the original of every single major franchise now. Oh, um, cool. Scream will definitely be her favorite forever. But uh, then, of course, she turns around and shows things to her friends when they stay over for sleepovers. So Ooh, and that could be risky territory. It is. <laughs> there are limits. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool, though. And you've taken her to mm-hmm. cons, right? Mm-hmm. She's yeah. been to two horror conventions now. So um, she has a personalized autograph and message from Lance Hendrickson that that took her a while to like really sink in because she doesn't have a lot of reference for who he is as an actor. Uh Um, But like, he just took to her and he was just like, Oh no, you're in theater. Let me tell you these things. And uh, that's super cool. And so she'd meet like people from the walking dead. And so she met the governor before she knew he was the governor. And then she watches him on the show and she's like, I don't know how to feel about this because he's a very nice man. (laughs) Oh, that character. I know. Yeah. And, um, okay. So that is super cool. And I hope she continues her fascination with horror and maybe someday she'll be on as a guest. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, when we're on, you know, episode 567, you know, or something. I don't know, man. She's old enough to have her own accounts now, so. Ooh. Ooh, 13. Ooh, That's ooh, it. Wow. Yeah. It's you all really over. think it's 13-year-olds supposed to have their own TikTok? Mm. Yeah, that sounds kind of normal to me. It is. Yeah. yeah. If they're all doing it. Yeah. They're all doing it. All right. So we would have too. We would have yeah. totally done it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nope. yeah uh, for sure. So if you are stranded on a deserted island and you're only allowed to take three horror films with you, which three will you take? Oh no. Before I answer, do you guys remember when you used to get like the really cheap, like five dollar DVDs that had say four crappy movies of the same theme oh yeah my mom used to always like get me those and stuff and normally i wouldn't watch them but sometimes oh they were so bad they were so bad i was just thinking like how can i cheat by having like an anthology (laughs) on one disc because we have the technology for that now we do we do um i would say to give myself a nice spread of covering different genres so i have something for everything yes John Carpenter's The Thing, because mm, it mm-hmm. never stops being amazing, and the special effects are just incredible. So good. Um, For humor, I'm going to say, oh, this is hard. I made a list, because I don't remember crap. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Tucker and Dale. Ooh, nice. I thought you might uh, say Shaun of the Dead, but Tucker and yeah. Dale is where I would go of between those I, two. And I think it's because I've seen Shaun of the Dead so much because I love it that yeah. I was, but I just, I love Alan Tudyk and I love Zach. It was just like, yes, uh-huh. that movie is perfect. It's so much fun and everyone still wants a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you know, 
I'm up in the air about a couple other things, but I think something that was really, really good uh, as a movie was Wreck, the Spanish version. Oh, wow. yeah. Quarantine Wreck. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it since I'd seen Quarantine. I'm like, oh, well, I already know exactly how it all goes down. But it's it, even though it is very similar, it's so it's good. So good. It's done so well. It's yeah, so Wreck effective. Is so much better. Um, and where quarantine, like I think the differences between them too is like quarantine feels I mean American. Yeah, American, and then <laughs> by the numbers, because it feels predictable while you're watching it. Cause you uh-huh. know, I think they were going more. We need to get as many butts and seats to watch this thing. So make it as made, you know, accessible as possible. Whereas rack like really messed me up. And I think part of it is also being Spanish made and in another language. And I don't recognize the actors. Yes. It feels more real than quarantine. So I think that always works to like foreign horror films is advantage is like I'm I'm more in the world and just accepting it as it is because I don't recognize all these people and it could just be a documentary. Yes. You're not you're not watching Tom Cruise running around watch being Tom Cruise. You're, yeah, exactly. And and I'd seen something where they talked about like some of the shots in that had to be so coordinated because they'd be long shots. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. like the beginning of Halloween where apparently they didn't have enough film to get all the way from the front door to kill the sister. So they did like a whole night just to be able to get up the stairs. And then the mask is the screen break. And then they Mm -hmm. start filming again. Mm -hmm. But so like, I can just imagine it's almost like theater. It's like, we have to coordinate this 10 minutes and it all has to work perfectly. Yeah. The choreography is king in those sequences. Yeah. I love those sorts of shots in movies when it's a long take, when it's just like, Oh wow, this must've taken some, some really amazing rehearsing and putting things together. I watched that a really cool YouTube video, but of course this is pointless because I don't remember what it was for. It was some TV show and it was like this crazy shot where it would spin around and like they would go through like the seasons and it would show like the actress like running off to get changed really fast to come back. So when the camera came back around, she's in something totally different. Uh-huh. I, I cannot remember for life of me what it was, but it was something like that where it would just like go around in a room or a house. And every time it came back around, as opposed to doing camera trickery, they yeah. actually did like the legit, like, you know, full shot and things were just changing. And it was so cool to see how that sort of thing is done. And I, I love that when film can almost feel a little bit more like theater in that way. And mm. like, I just, I dig that. I think and horror it, movies should be more creative and do that more often. And it, it's more immersive. Like you said, like, not only do you not recognize these people, but because these shots are more prolonged, there's not like that erratic cut back and forth where mm. it doesn't even feel like two people are in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so like, you're actually watching the scene unfold. Yeah. So it feels more real because you're not seeing the form of film that makes you realize i'm watching an artificial thing like Mm -hmm. yeah exactly or or like you said in um knock on the cabin door like the shots are at that slight Mm -hmm. angle where you're like this is the eye view of a child looking up at giant batista (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like something like that that just kind of puts you in it yeah yeah so and of course playing off of the the desert island movies so what horror movie do you think you've seen more times than any other? 
it's got to be something that was on TV, which means it's going to be probably something that cycled on the sci-fi 30 days of Halloween. <laughs> uh, or, you know, that popped on a lot as a kid. I would, I tried to come up with a couple, but I think the ones I've seen probably the most are the classics. Like, just because I don't think I'm willing to sit down and put the same movie on a million times. But, like, the classics always end up coming up like Jaws and Halloween and mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, anytime Tremors was on TV, man, like I was there. Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward were my my bows. I was I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, absolutely. That's like my experience growing up too. Was like that when you had to check TV Guide to see that what was going to be on and Friday night, it would always be Tremors and Tremors two somewhere, and I'd be like, yes, I'm watching these again. So. Oh yeah, it's like if it's you, you think you try to think of those movies that like if it's on TV, you're like I'm watching this. Yep, absolutely. And they're few and far between. Well, that's awesome. So on that note, what are some horror films you absolutely love that lots of other people are not crazy about and the vice versa? Uh, I am very guilty of being a very person. Um, It's really hard to get me like to totally hate something. And it's really hard to get me to like be completely emotionally invested in something like, um, you know, everyone's like, oh, what's your favorite? Like Tess does all, all the time. She's like, what's your favorite horror movie? And I'm like, I don't freaking know. I don't. What day is it? Yeah, subject um, to change. Yeah, subject to change in mood. And what do I want to watch? I've watched so much trash lately and I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say one just because. You guys hate it, and MJ and I need to go back and rewatch it because we don't know why. High tension. <laughs> oh God, we we've uh, seen it once, but we saw it. I think during that time when it came out, and we were the age group. So I don't mm-hmm. know how I do now, but I liked it then. Um, I mean, and lots of people do like that movie, but yeah, I, I yeah. feel for as many people that love it, there are that many more. Yes. Yes. What's it called? A div, um, divisive? divisive divisive film. Yeah. A divisive film for yep. sheer. Yeah. Um, I would say another one. Um, Devil, the elevator movie. Oh, by Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We liked it. Um, a lot of people thought it was crap, but I think. I think what we end up liking is that I shall say me is like if there's a story there that I'm like okay like it can it can be crappy uh and or you know it falls into some kind of trope but if I enjoy watching it then I enjoy watching it yeah hell yeah you don't have to explain yourself yeah that's <laughs> what our show's all about <laughs> I don't have to defend myself <laughs> Uh, I would say on the don't get it spectrum, because um, I asked him, I'm like, what do you, what can you think of that we were like, nah, uh, after the first Insidious movie, we're just kind of like, nah, this franchise, don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think when things start feeling a little bit too, too jumpy shark all the time mm-hmm. and not in a fun way. So, like, I remember I liked the original Insidious, and I was like, this is a cool concept. I'm like, but you can end it here. We're done. We're done yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, Phantasm, sadly, 
I went back and rewatched it, and my God, it is painful. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I've it's never sat so, all the way through it. It's so painful. And I was just like, it, another thing I must have caught on TV, because I like, I remember like the ball and the drilling and the blood mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Angus and all this stuff. And then I watch it again. I'm like, oh my God, this is so horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies where I feel like its reputation got ahead of it and it started to get seen as like phantasm it's one of the classics but it's mm-hmm. really not because like everyone it's, especially sh- the first one yeah everyone should be pre-warned like no this is more like so bad it's good b-movie territory at best that's really oh. what it is um so if you don't know that going in i've known many people where i'm like because i love phantasm but i love Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies all up and down. So yeah, it's like, if you don't, I feel like I've shown Phantasm to people that just don't get it because they don't have the proper forewarning. (laughs) Where you're like, no, this is not like a good big budget movie. Like know that ahead of time. It's it's almost like when people find the later sequels that have the bigger budget and maybe a little bit more cohesion to them, like Oblivion Phantasm 4, I think I remember more of. Mm-hmm. than like the original because then i go back and watch the original and like this is nothing like what they started no. making later no it's nothing like the sequels so or you know like that that happens with a lot of things it's like let's look at the original texas chainsaw massacre versus three or whatever after that like it's going to be a totally different monster and if someone grew up watching the Netflix massacre 2022 and they go back to the original, they're going to be like, there's no blood in this. Yeah. They're going to be like, what is this thing? (laughs) What is this crap? Who are these people? Oh, Sally. Oh, Sally. (laughs) Why? Why did she just die like that? Oh my God. That was just (laughs) so dumb. (sighs) Yeah. But I mean, we ended up liking it. We didn't like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We but yeah, that did. was it was just like you just didn't need to have her in there at all. If that's what you're gonna if that's how you're gonna use it. Oh yeah, it was just no. a middle finger to like uh requels totally. bringing people back. They, they it's like, not even the same actress. I know. Yeah, it, exactly. I thought I thought it was, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, it's not even the same person. Mm-hmm. And nope. then I was like, okay, so she's gonna be like the Nev Campbell Sigourney Weaver, like she's gonna do something here. It's like, nope. No, she's like, prepared for 40 something, 50, 60 years, and she's just gonna Taken. Yeah. Oh well, no. She was just so thrown off by Leatherface being like, I don't give a shit who you are. <laughs> That's very 2022 right there. Is yep. You don't yep. know who I am. <laughs> and he was like, You're right. I don't. <laughs> oh man. So speaking of, yeah. So what what upcoming horror projects are you most excited about? Uh so Two that I know of that are like big movies that are coming out. Uh, First one is Talk to Me. It was at one of the horror festivals. Um, Do you remember Raka Raka, the YouTube channel with the two crazy guys? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay. So there's a YouTube channel that must still exist somewhere called Raka Raka. R-A-C-K-A. R-A-C-K-A. Two brothers. Australian brothers located in LA. I see Jeremy looking it up right now. They yep. did a bunch they of like hot. Okay. Are they hot? They, they are pretty hot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they got famous because back when they started, you didn't know things were fake. 
So like they would like stab a toaster with a knife and it would explode. And you thought it was real, but they okay. were just really good at effects. And so like they made like horror Ronald McDonald and all these oh other things. Oh my God, I have seen this. Yes, yes. Okay, I know who these guys are because I've yes. seen the Ronald McDonald stuff and it's crazy. Yes. Oh my so, God. So they made a horror movie. And uh, that's, that's been, oh. It's called Talk to Me. Uh-huh. And it's this thing where instead of a normal Ouija board, people have a preserved hand. And I guess they talk to ghosts for fun and everything goes horribly wrong. Yeah, and imagine. It's a, and it's supposed to be very um, convincing in like the way that people act, because that makes sense given their YouTube channel and how they how convincing yeah. they can be. Oh, so my God. I'm, no. I'm ca- now I'm excited even more for this movie because I didn't realize it was those guys. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in uh, A24 picked it up. Oh, yeah. It has oh. such positive buzz. That's the hardest one for me not to watch a trailer for. But I'm like, if I can avoid as much as possible, I think that hopefully I'll like it even even more. But yeah, I'm, I think that one sounds amazing just from everything. All all the the early talk is just so positive. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. people people seem to have liked it. Uh, and then the other one is Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah. Uh, so the same guy that did Autopsy of Jane Doe and oh. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, God. Yeah. Both so good. And it's going to be a vampire. The mm. Demeter is, I believe, the ship associated with transporting Dracula across yep. the oh. Atlantic. It's the ship that took Dracula to England yeah. in the novel. Yes. And this movie is taking apparently just that chapter. Out yes. of the novel and adapting it into a full-length horror movie. Oh, cool. Uh, kind of the I think that the whole premise is like the they're picking up another ship that got like a distress call or something like that. I don't I don't even remember anymore, but I've seen the trailer and I was like, is this what I think it is? And I was like, holy shit, this is what I think it is. It's like this could be really good. This could be an awesome Dracula movie. It could be a really <laughs> good ghost ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that movie. I've seen the opening a million times because anytime I watch one oh, of those yeah, that's lost a videos, they always show that opening as like one of the but best openings. But it's uh, got Gabriel Burns in it. Why have you not watched it? And he's my boy. So we've covered that before. I know he's one of those where I didn't realize how much I love Gabriel Byrne uh, until I see him in something. And then I'm like, I'd love him as an actor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, fun. When then, is, um, is that when is oh, that coming out? The the Dracula movie. I think near the end of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a fall winter one. Um, the other one I just told you about. It's one that they just started production. Um, so God knows when it'll actually come out. Um, Roach from People Under the Stairs. Sean mm-hmm. Whalen mm-hmm. is making his first movie as the director. He's got Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp associated with it. He's got all these other people associated with it. And it's called Crust. And the premise is that a washed up has been child actor has now grown up. No one loves him. He runs a laundromat and he lives there. And someone teases him and makes him feel so miserable that he cries into a pile of dirty socks that he's wiped and blown his nose on and whatever. And it turns into a killer monster and seeks revenge. (laughs) Awesome. And just because I'm like, you know what? Yes, I'm here for this. Like I backed it. I was like, yes. Cool. That's awesome. You backed it like on like Indiegogo or something? Mm-hmm. Have Excellent. you backed other films? Uh no, because I don't pay enough attention. 
I found this one because I was going to meet him at one of the cons. And so I jumped on his Instagram real quick and saw that. And I think I actually like funded it the day before the con. And so when I got there, I was like, hey, I saw about your movie and I, I'm getting the cast poster. And he was like, oh, that's so cool. He's like, do you want to do you want to see the picture of the puppet? We haven't put it out yet. And I'm like, yes. And so he's showing it to me. He's like, yeah, and we got a Muppeteer and they're so good with it. And I was like, this is going to be so much fun. Yes. yes. So cool. That's awesome. I feel like we've touched on this in some of your messages. I say we, but you, since you yeah. wrote us. Poor Jeremy's like, I have no idea who this person is. What is going on? <laughs> no, no I mean, I know. Um, but have you ever had, of course, my favorite question, a paranormal experience? I feel like yeah. we have talked on this, but I can't remember. I, I did send some of it in as something that you read and you did not seem very impressed by it. Which oh, my God. Fine. Oh, no, I don't remember <laughs> no, what it was. No, it's so it's so benign. And that's a good thing. Um, so at our old so we used to have. We have no idea what it was. We assume it was a little kid ghost at our old house. Um, and when we moved into this house, we flat out said, hey, you want to come with us? Cool. We've got an understanding. Because Tess, who I told you, um, she knew what zombies were, right? Mm-hmm. But she was at an age where kids don't lie yet. Mm-hmm. And she came in the room and she said, mommy, there's a zombie in my playroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like. There is. She's like, yeah. I was like, can you show me? She kind of points over there. I was like, they bothering you? No. Well, if they bother you, you tell them to leave. Okay. She's like, okay. That was the end of it. And we'd have like her toys would go off. We put one toy up in the attic because we want her to forget about it. And we could hear it going off in the attic above her room. And (laughs) I could hear like footsteps. And so I walked up we had made these steps up to the attic and so the light at that time you had to be in the attic to turn the light on so i go into our closet which leads up and as i start walking up this dark stairs i hear it's a little like playhouse that falls out and i hear it go ding dong and i just felt my stomach drop like through my feet (laughs) and i was just like no you cannot do this and I, i moved it across the house and i was like we're trying to make her forget that we had this toy please don't push this button and it never happened again uh it was so random but um it it i don't know um stole one of our xbox controllers Mm. (laughs) so i have kid i had a kid right but this was an infant who obviously cannot steal things Mm -hmm. we had one black xbox controller and one white xbox controller and one went missing. So we knew, I can't remember which one it was, but we know one is missing because we never see it. We didn't see it for months. And then one night I went upstairs to bed. He stayed down. He's playing something. Next morning I get up with the baby. I come down and there's the controller just sitting on the end table. Cool. You found it. I'm doing my thing. Get the kid. He comes downstairs later cool you found the controller no i thought you found the controller (laughs) he's like no it wasn't there last night it's like son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) well at least it came back though it did sometimes they come back because sometimes Sometimes 
It sometimes it doesn't come back. <laughs> and I've heard so many stories that you know I could go off in my own oh, yeah world but, of this stuff. But I've heard I was going to ask you like, did you have to do some kind of peace offering or think of something you know to be like, okay, what do you want that I can do for you that you'll give me back my controller? Because I've heard plenty like, of what, stories like that. What strange deals do we have to make? I really yep. need that controller back. Yeah. <laughs> No, it it was little things like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I said, just random crap. And then we moved into this house and there's something else here. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one doesn't like when routines change. And so uh, it's hard to see, but my husband's office is just full of toys that we've collected. Yeah, it looks cool. Mm -hmm. And now that I've set the camera in a way that I can't fix. um, (laughs) uh. Like when the kids finally started going back to school after quarantine, like random ones from the back of the shelf would be on the floor with nothing else knocked down. And so we could just, we're like, I guess it had a tantrum, like the routine changed and it would tantrum or like someone would come visit and stay for a few days. That wasn't normal. And he was like, yeah, I was in the bathroom and like this thing behind me just fell over for no reason. And I'm like, it really likes the bathroom. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> so it's but, all dumb stuff like it's nothing cool it's it's so it's it's just funny did the I little girl follow you i don't know Ooh. we haven't seen it so it might have stayed at the other house or maybe it went away uh my husband always joked he's like you bring home so much thrifted crap it could have been anything but <laughs> i I don't know it was the kind of thing like he could be on his phone at night and you would kind of hear something breathing in your ear Ew. And he would just be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. That is eerie. <laughs> like we had a friend come over and she went upstairs to use the bathroom and she saw this like railing height darkness just kind of like dart across. And she came down. She's like, do you have something happen upstairs? And we're like, yeah. Oh, I saw it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not going upstairs for never. A never. Well, that is so fun. Things. Yeah, I, 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 it was probably just a mood I was in that day, Lauren, that I wasn't Maybe. pulled over by. It, Maybe okay? I also feel like a lot of stories, like when you write it out and send it to somebody, they can read it and they'll be like, okay, so a thing fell down. Yeah. And, but when you hear it, you know, from the source, it, it, you gotta, certain stories have to be told verbally. And I think it brings, brings out the, the weight. Yeah. I'm just happy to say that I don't need to be on and, episode of my paranormal encounter my paranormal nightmare yeah, whatever they're called, they're called happened yeah. yeah none of that yeah that's good well lauren it's time you're it's gonna time. share some movies with us mm-hmm. oh my god i've been making you guys listen to me for so long no we've been given the gift of listening to you that's right we we love <laughs> this is a gift being able to interact with the people that keep us going yeah so you guys don't get sick of each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So first one I'm going to assign is one that was one of my fever dream movies. Oh, okay. Jeremy may have seen this. Uh, I have not rewatched it other than the trailers since I found out last year that it exists. Cool. It's trauma movie. Which is probably why I could never find it. Even better. Monster in the Closet. (gasps) 
Oh my god, I love this movie. <laughs> Paul Walker's in it. Oh. Yes. It's, it's crazy who is in this movie. And it's all I remember is I think it's the opening scene. Jeremy will know the little girl in the closet. That's all I remember. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Because I, I just I just oh, remember man. being like terrified but this is on tv but i'm just i just remember like not knowing it's trauma not knowing it's supposed to be funny and just being like (laughs) it's funny you say that too because i had a similar experience where this was a movie i saw as a kid on television didn't remember what it was until like i think sometime in college is when i Mm -hmm. rediscovered it and was like that's the movie and that's the movie it's real it's like return to oz you're like it's real it does exist oh my god i love return to oz and i've wanted to cover this movie on the show so that's awesome thank you for picking that perfect now i can watch it again and be like oh my god it's so painful now (laughs) i don't know i remember it being fun even in recent years i mean Rewatching the trailer, I'm like, oh, this movie's going places. This is going to be fun. It's weird. All right. Poor Brandy. (laughs) It's looking good. I was was looking because I was like, I think I remember that poster and I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. When I see it, like that hand coming out of the closet, it's like a a painting or, you know, whatever, a graphic. Yes. Yes. Back in those classic painted posters like yeah it's those gorgeous you know what i want them to make a book i know they made a book of like 80s excuse me 80s like vhs covers in general to like get you to buy them but i would Mm -hmm. love if someone just made a collection of like the horror covers yeah Yeah. from like all these eras because they're just so crazy and cool i want a copy book of that that'd be awesome for sure and what's next what other share uh i don't know if either of you have seen this yet i told brandy joe to watch it but i'm pretty sure he didn't werewolves within Mm. oh yeah i've not seen it yeah yeah i i want to see this i already know a little now i don't even remember but i remember this was a movie for some reason my dad watched it on tv and then was like telling me about it so i think it was on amazon or wherever but it's it's essentially a movie version of the game werewolf yeah yeah mm. yeah and it's got sam richardson hometown oh, hero from our area it's so got some great actors in it and it's just fun it's just a fun movie i'm excited I'm to watch i thought it was that that black and white werewolf movie i have seen this but which I'm excited we've also to watched the marvel one yeah, yeah that's what i was by night of. which was cool. yes but jeremy you've not seen werewolves within no i haven't and all right yes. awesome awesome cool one for each of us yeah uh, let's do it love that all right cool well we'll be back in a just a mere moments for you just to watch moments these films. talk about them. blink of the eye don't you blame the movies Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Uh, and here's the next half. <laughs> That's the most exciting way to say it. Yes, we're back with Lauren. Yay! And Lauren, you were just telling us that you had you asked your friends about uh, like a, a nickname. A nickname is not the right word I'm looking for, but like uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, an elaborate, an elaboration yeah. on your a name. A DJ name. Yeah, yeah you, a DJ you, name. Your horror fanatic handle. But so what? Amazingly, some, yeah, what amazingly, they none of them were horror. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it's, okay. What were some of them? It's probably because I didn't say it was a horror podcast. So I said, I'm going to be a guest on a podcast. They want to know if I have a nickname now taking suggestions. Um. Xena, I guess Warrior Princess. Um, sure. You'll see a trend in a minute. Uh, the Old Plant Lady. <laughs> the Goth Botanist. The oh. Karate Kid. Knuckle Buster. Badass Woman. And Baddie. And apparently I just am known for plants and violence. So Yeah, I was going to say, you're known for being badass and liking plants. I like the goth botanist. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where I, what I was going to say, too. <laughs> I think that uh, is perfect. Yep, that's sure. amazing. So Lauren assigned us a couple movies, and we're going to talk about them, okay? okay? That's the plan. That's the plan. That is what we do here. <laughs> we're doing it! So first up is Monster in the Closet from 1986, directed by Bob Dolan. And the tagline is, it's out, it's out, it's out. And the summary is, after several people and a dog are found dead in their closets, a mild-mannered reporter, a college professor, her son, and a befuddled professor band together to uncover the mystery, but not without involving the U.S. Army and mass panic. The word professor was used far too much there. And mm-hmm. they don't even like the one that the, that's the best professor is the son. And they, they just call him the son. They oh, just yeah, call him professor. There, even though his name is professor. In I, the know, movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just said, and a, a, an army of three professors. Although then you have the U.S. Army and it gets convoluted. But oh, my God, Paul Walker was so cute. Wasn't he, though? And Fergie, little baby. baby Fergie. Yeah, and a baby Fergie in there, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I and used to watch... No, wait. Did any of you ever watch Kids Incorporated? It's before your time, bit. probably. Probably. It sounds familiar. Oh, God. I used to love it. And Fergie and Martika. Oh, my God. I loved it. Loved it. Okay. So, Jeremy, you had not seen this before, or you had? I have seen this movie a oh, couple okay. of times before. I'm surprised I didn't watch it as a kid. It seems like the perfect movie made for, like, kids in the 80s. Definitely. Uh, like, that was my exposure to it. I, I remembered uh, the opening of this movie, uh, much as Lauren said in the first half. Like, I remembered the opening, so I had to have seen this as a kid on, like, you know, a television edit or something on, you know, Saturday afternoon movie. Um, and then... Totally forgot about it until I can say that it was James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd, during one of his uh, uh, monster madness uh, review series uh, during Halloween of whatever, early 2000s at some point. Um, He did a review of this movie and I was like, huh, this seems familiar. So then I went out and watched it uh, and I was like, oh, I had seen part of this before. This movie is wild. So. And then I re-familiarized myself with it. And Lauren, what's your history with this movie? Uh, so this is the one where I must have also caught it on TV. Um, first, it's a PG movie, and there are boobs. I know, boobs. That's I know, right? the only thing that had been edited out for TV. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure like, that was not on TV. Like big boobs. 
big groups. Yeah, yeah you could see them. They were almost out of the shot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, they were some really big knockers. No, so this was um this is one of those that I actually watched this as a child movie and my childhood brain told me there had to be much more to the closet scenes than there actually was. You know, like mm-hmm. kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like much more gory and scary. And I remember being scared of the closet afterward. Um, and I vaguely remembered like what the monster looked like and um and honestly, that was about it. I totally forgot that, uh, you know, Donald Moffat's in it and uh, oh, Henry yeah. Gibson from The Burbs and <laughs> and all this stuff. So, like, I had totally forgotten about all that. Obviously, I was a child. <laughs> and then for years, I had no idea what it was. And then I guess I did the right combination of Google where it finally told me the title instead of just the ambiguous monster in the closet summary. So yeah, yeah. I thought back. it was I thought it was fine. It grew on me. Like at first, <laughs> I was like, "Uh, my mm-hmm. God, no!" And then it grew on. Like you sort of get sort of enamored with the characters. That might be a strong word, but they grow on you, and you like really like them. And plus, <laughs> oh my God, the guy who who had a hot dick in it. Okay, the guy who played Dick was hot. Mm-hmm. It's sort of Clark Kentish. Well, yep. notice his name is Mr. Clark. Yep. <laughs> and he takes off his glasses. Yep. And then everyone's, and everyone, including monsters, are like, what a hottie. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is just so dreamy. And then little baby Paul Walker is so cute. And I love that his name is the professor. Like, that's just adorable. So, yeah, it just, it's one of those things that I, I at first was just like, no, no. But it grew on me. It's like opposite of some of the other trauma movies. Like it doesn't go for gross out effects. It yeah. really is just like, hey, we have this monster that's kind of like alien, like as far as like the thing within, like, like kind of like a dual monster or something comes out of the monster and then there's more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just it it was definitely a cute, a cute. Like, it was cute. Okay, it was a cute movie. K E W C. It was really like a kid's monster movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe, yeah, again, with some humor thrown in here or there where, you know, there's definitely, I've I've seen readings of this movie um, where they're like, so is the monster, it it feels like the monster's presented as male or maybe that's just people projecting. So is the Mm -hmm. monster gay? I've seen that reading online where it falls in Mm -hmm. love with Clark. So, and hence the title Monster in the Closet. Ah. I've I've seen some dissection of that online. So, you know, read into it what you will. I missed all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Some people do. I like I didn't even think of that the first time I saw it until I had found like an article online uh, talking about it through, you know, like a queer lens looking at this movie. And I was like, whoa. So, yeah. And there's a scene where this car, where like the monster turns over a car, and it reminded me when I was in college and um, the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl or something. I don't remember what it was because I was not watching it, but I was a freshman in college and I was in my dorm. And like all these riots started coming like down the streets, the call because it was like a small college town. And we all went to the window to look and they're like, oh my God, they're turning over cars. And like, 
Hey, Joe, isn't that your car? Oh, <laughs> no. Sure enough, my car got turned over upside down because it was like this tiny little, I called it bean. It was a Mercury Tracer, which I, I've Ooh. never seen one of those in a million years. But like, yeah, they just flipped it over. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I remember some very nice church kids from down the hall came and helped me push it back over. Oh, God. <laughs> I just remember they were like really religious, but... But they they helped save my car. But yeah, like many many oh, flashbacks. Oh, look at that! Your, your, your little Mercury Tracer. Did you I look remember at what it looked like. I remember these. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the car that's just asking to be flipped over. <laughs> oh, look at what it was wearing. I know. Oh. <laughs> And I love there. I love this in movies and TV shows. I hear I think it was intentional, but I like when it's sort of unintentional. There's one in an old Degrassi, like old school Degrassi, not like the next generation, but like the original Degrassi Junior High. There's like this episode where um this girl has sort of like an eating disorder, I think is like the focus of the episode. But anytime anyone eats, like the sounds that their mouths make eating the food, like you just know, what is that called when you make the sounds like on a microphone, like AFR or oh, something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ASMR? Uh, no. I mean, ADR? ADR, which stands for what? Auto, uh, some, it's auto something dialogue replacement. It's when you record yes. audio when after like, the fact. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but ASMR, I mean, it's a similar sort of it's thing. It's a similar thing, yeah. Like yeah. Here, love it or hate it, I guess. I know. I, I'm sort of in the middle. I mean, I don't love it, but I'm I'm kind of like, mm. like, I don't listen to it, but it's kind of gross sometimes. Mm -hmm. But when they're eating the chocolate bar, it's just like crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> And it just always makes me laugh so hard. I also thought about the monster. The fact that whenever it's on screen, it's just nonstop, like, like noises coming from it. So I'm like, some actor had to go in, record it, and they're like, okay, now we're just going to loop that nonstop whenever the monster's on screen. Oh, and the monster, that reminds me, was played by Kevin Peter Hall. Yes, who was yes. The Predator and the original Predator. Oh. And Harry and the Hendersons. Yep, and Harry and Harry and the Hendersons. I would... I say I want to watch that again. I don't know that I really want to, but <laughs> I only saw it like once as a kid. So I'm curious. Have you guys seen it more recently? I have not seen it too recently. It's probably been a good like 10 or more years since I've seen it. So, but I, I loved it. of course, obviously I'm obsessed, oh, yeah. I'm obsessed. I was obsessed with it. I remember watching it when it was actually like running and being like, I'm going to watch Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't stuff. John Lithgow in that? Yes, the movie or the show? He was in. Remember. He was in the movie. I don't think he was in the television show. No, no, it was a different guy for the show. Yep. There's a lot of correlations that I want to talk about between this and the second one, but it's probably better the second movie we watch. But it's probably better to talk about it during that one. Mm -hmm. But. Um, there is a linking thing in them as well. Let's just say if you look both of these movies up on doesthedogdie.com, <laughs> <laughs> they might both be listed there. But here it's a little more graphic. Yeah, and I, I will say real quick, too, speaking of the actors that were in this, was, of course, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, as the blind man, it's John Carradine, you know, late in his career where you, uh, you're immediately like, oh, poor John Carradine. Like you're in such rough shape and just really doing 
anything that came your way, like from respected actor to just like B movie, you know, star later in life. But uh, that was the thing where I'm like that. It's definitely a trauma movie because I feel like Lloyd Kaufman really loves his blind characters and jokes, you know, which might not necessarily be in the best uh, taste about blind characters. So that's where you're like, oh, yep, it's a trauma movie. Oh, yeah. Does trauma have other PG movies? There's got to be a few. I wouldn't say I'm like an expert on it, but I feel like there's got to be a couple others. Yeah, I just wonder, had this, I mean, I don't know how successful it was, right? But like, had it been dramatically successful, I wonder if they would have done a lot more of them. Of these sort of kid-friendly in a way. I see a lot of not-rated ones and a PG-13 here or there. But yeah, definitely one of those movies, like along with like the Monster Squad, you know, that you would mm-hmm. could watch as a kid. I think Sergeant Kabuki Man was only like PG. I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten to that yet. I'm just know. breezing through a list here. Yeah, they don't have many because they knew their what their audience wanted, so they kind of really started to lean into that over time, but. And this yeah. was still during that phase of like there is no PG thirteen, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and I was reading that this was filmed apparently like early eighties, but not released till the late eighties. So mm-hmm. there was a there was a gap there between. Uh, yeah, it definitely feels more early eighties. Yeah, but it came out in like eighty seven or eighty eight when it was finally released, but filmed in like eighty three or eighty four. I think I read. Yeah, but I like I I think that it's fun and I liked the grandpa and I loved that xylophone sort of got stuck in my head the sort of four notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I understood what he heard and how he decided that that would be like what it would come to. I didn't really get it either, but no. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I, I missed something. No. I think they drove it back home where he's like, did you understand what he said? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just like that that cool, weird noise it makes. That like, wow, sound. Somehow he decided yeah. like, oh, I can replicate that with these music notes, I guess. I don't know. I Maybe he was trying to do like, um, was it uh, the third kind? Oh, yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're like, oh, the aliens communicate through notes and tones. How did y'all watch this? Um, I rented phone. it. <laughs> I rented it, too. But yeah, yeah Lauren, how did you did you rent Plex. it or? Oh, OK. You can watch it on Plex for free, but I could only figure out how to do that on my phone. So I watched it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it was on YouTube, but it had like. German French subtitles. subtitles. French subtitles, yeah. 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 And I was like, I can't. So I just rented it. Yeah, I rented it from Amazon. So yeah. Same, well, you same, had same. a lesson right there. You could have learned another language. <laughs> True. That's I think that's how most South Koreans learn English, is they watch like full house and all that random stuff. Plus their hearts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else to say about M and the C? Showing other tidbits, Lauren. I'm just seeing. I took. Oh, uh, I thought it was very strange. Uh, with the whole like sudden thing where like he'll just stomp on anything. 
<laughs> oh like, yeah are, yeah i was like are they gonna feed him chocolate no he's just gonna stomp on it it's fine <laughs> yeah that was that was a weird moment where they're like anything we throw at it it walks over to it and then has to stomp on it like what, what was going on there the, the the destroy all closets is definitely a thing now oh yeah for sure i mean you got the godzilla you just movie take the door off i don't know like yeah, yeah, no, in line with the Godzilla movie, Destroy All Monsters, there's Destroy All Vampires and the Lost Boys, and now Destroy All Closets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, out of five what, Lauren? Uh, oh, geez, I should have been warned. Let's say five candy bars. Yeah. Chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. Five loudly crunched candy bars or stepped on by a monster or stepped on and loudly whatever crunched. your preference is but not no. not cucumber pudding not no. cucumber pudding no. never cucumber pudding no. how many uh, do you give it jeremy i'm gonna give it a three lauren three i'm giving it a three as well a trio <gasps> of threes three threes scare of approval it got a scare of approval. Yes. Just got in. You just yes. got in. Just squeezed by. But a scare of approval, nonetheless. Nonetheless. Yes. yes. So, yes. Another check on my trauma list. I think it's fun. I mean, I, I, I suddenly had, like, while watching it uh, last night, I had a uh, memory that this was in my rotation for like Halloween time for a minute, like back because this lived on Netflix for like years in the early 2000s. And I remember like working this into my Halloween rotation. For some reason, it feels like a Halloween time, like fun monster movie to put on. So that makes sense. There were just enough like little things to kind of keep your attention in a weird way, like the time and the date. And it's like mm-hmm. Monday or Tuesday, the 26th or the 27th, 3.15-ish <laughs> p.m. Yeah, it's I like, love okay. that. Okay. Yeah, it's being goofy. It's having fun with itself. Yes. Yeah, I dug that. Well, let's right. go to the next one. On to Werewolves Within. Yeah. I'm excited. Neither of you have seen this one. No, I had seen it. Oh, you had. I had, yes. But I, I haven't. I reminded my husband that I had to watch it again. And he was like, I love that movie. And so he sat down with me last night. We watched it again. Awesome. So Werewolves Within. The tagline is a whodunit with teeth. Uh, and the plot synopsis is... When a proposed pipeline creates hostilities between residents of a small town, a newly arrived forest ranger must keep the peace after a snowstorm confines the townspeople to an old lodge. But when a mysterious creature begins terrorizing the group, their worst tendencies and prejudices rise to the surface, and it is up to the ranger to keep the residents alive, both from each other and the monster which plagues them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good synopsis for... I like these kind of movies too, where like the synopsis feels like it said a lot, but it really doesn't because there's just so much happening between the characters in this movie. And, you know, it is like a big game of Clue um, with just, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with this. Being the this being the the only first time viewer here, I do want to get out in front of it and say that. Like I had a blast watching this. Have either of you played the game, the VR game? I haven't. 
I have played a couple versions of the game, but I think the live version is always the best. Like when people used to actually get together and play like in yeah. a living room and just oh, scream yeah. at each other. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I loved werewolf and like mafia. I love that when you're in person, but I watched some like YouTube videos of werewolves within or werewolf uh-huh. within. Wolf? Yeah. The I think vid- it's werewolves. Yeah. Wolves. Yeah. Wolves. Yep. And it's it looks usually interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. there's usually two. Yeah, I watched just like clips and like an interview with like the makers about it. But I was hoping or I was wondering if like there would be carryover characters, but it sort of looks like it's like a, in a different time in like history. It's not like contemporary sort oh, of yeah, the, feel. The, the video game is set in like uh, the late 1800s or something like that, I yes. think, or early yeah, so 1900s. Like around, like, yeah, a it's, fire. yeah, it's not contemporary. So, mm-hmm. and Lauren, what do you think of this movie? I love it. It's a lot of fun. And I really like uh, the different kind of characters. And I like the delivery. Like, as my husband was saying, he's like, you can tell when people enjoy making a movie. Mm. And it seemed like everyone was really like doing their doing their thing. And so you really got connected to most of the characters, whether you loved them or hated them. Yeah. And I love like all the actors are on fire in this. Like everybody is delivering. Oh, yeah. Like you can tell. Yeah, I mean Sam Richardson, he's got all kinds of comedy chops. You know, improv experience. Like you can tell uh, when a performer has those skills because they're just able to fire off that dialogue and make it seem so natural. Especially this like quirky, full of like humor and one-liners all over the place. So um, it was just cool. So I don't feel as strongly as y'all. It's interesting. I was talking about this on Sunday. Someone brought up Scare Me and this movie. And I was like, oh, I don't really like either of them. And then like the next day you assigned it to us. I'm like, well, maybe if I watch it again, maybe maybe I'll like it this time. And I have to say, I liked it less the second oh, time. No. But here's here's what I don't like about it. And what where I find it interesting because of Monster in the Closet, like this movie, I feel tries so hard. It pushes so hard at look how clever and look how funny we are. And it just sort of annoys me. And I mm. found that way with Scare Me as well. Like it just tried too hard. I just was like, ugh, like you're just like grating on my nerves. It's like the movie Juno, which like everybody loves, but I just was like, oh my God, shut up with your hamburger phone. <laughs> My husband in particular, it drive, that movie drives him crazy. But like, it's just like, oh my God, look how clever and quirky we are. It's like, it just grates on me. Like, I'm like, yes, I know you're not supposed to necessarily love all these characters, but like, I really like just people who I normally like as actors. And this movie, I'm like, oh my God, shut up. Like, please stop. <laughs> so, which which yeah. brings up a question for me. Yes. Are you yes or no to Knives Out and Glass Onion? I haven't seen Glass Onion, but I love Knives Out. Okay, because we were discussing the kind of character delivery was the same. So we weren't sure if you just didn't like the snarky wittiness. Or... I just didn't find it witty, I guess. I just found mm-hmm. it annoying. See, I don't know why I just felt, I mean, felt like some they of were those just characters trying are so hard. Damn annoying. Oh, like, yeah. You you want to smack them in the face? Oh, for sure. And uh, I here's like my thing too, where I can understand because I think I've talked about this, in fact, with you, Brandy Joe, before about how you know we just lived through like the pandemic. 
uh, and all this craziness with COVID, but like movies that are coming out have like not barely addressed it for the most part. Like it seems like, you know, this is a huge piece of history we just lived through, but contemporary movies act like they just ignore it or find a way around it. And I feel like it's maybe because they feel the public is just like, I don't want to hear about it. We just lived it. But this movie has a lot of things in it and terminology and words they use that definitely place it now as being made like right in this moment in time. But I appreciate that because I like to, I don't know. It just feels like I like media to be coming out and be speaking the same language as everything else I'm seeing in the world. Um, whether that pans out in the future, who knows, but I don't know. I liked that. Um, and on to a, another tangent here real quick. What I found that really connected me to this again, Sam Richardson, he just, I loved him in this, uh, and his character, like that through line of him just being like, I just want people to be nice and to do nice things for each other. And I'm like, the older I get, the more I live that as like my mantra. And I get so upset when people are not just cannot be decent people to each other. So I really felt that. And I think that really helped me like enjoy this more because I felt that core from his character. I really connected to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's just certain movies that just for whatever reason, and I don't know. I mean, it's it feels like this filmmaker to me because have either of you seen Scare Me? I don't think you have, Jeremy. No, I haven't. Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'd have to look. It's like this guy's in this cabin. He goes there to like write, and this girl shows up, and they just tell each other like spooky stories and sort of act them out. Uh, it's I only a think few I years heard old. of it, but we didn't watch it. Yeah, we never got around to watching it. I know our friends over at It's Only a Podcast, I believe, really liked that movie, if I remember correctly, which is why I watched it. And I was like, uh, no. And, um, and then I was like, well, this will be better. This has like a cast of thousands. Um, they're all people I know and love. And then I was just like, mm. I looked at what I rated like today. I just like pulled it up and I was like, what did I give it before? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not rating it that high. <laughs> Cause it was just a, Oh God. I just, it just pushes so hard. Yeah. But and I, I guess feel, I don't go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and I feel like that's the reaction I heard. Cause I remember when this was coming out, the werewolves within got really good critical reviews generally. Like it's got an 80% on rotten tomatoes on the critic side. So like, that's really solid. Um, and then I just kept hearing from people that were like, man, I didn't like it, like your average person. So I like I didn't seek it out when it originally came out. Um, but yeah, no, I was surprised. I'm like, I don't know why people don't. But I guess if you're not into it, you don't click with it. Like, I don't know. Are you a Wes Anderson person? BJP? Never watched a Wes a single Anderson one, So you don't know. I've tried. I, I tried to watch Rushmore and hated it. So I've just like always sort of veered away. But I'll say I did watch the trailer for the new one because it's not a horror trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of want to see that. Okay. So who cause... knows? Maybe. But I, I feel like this, the, the reasons I don't like this would be why I don't like Wes Anderson. Exactly. That's where I was going. Because like he's like the king of quirk in all of his work. And I know a lot of people that just can't stand Wes Anderson, but I'm the opposite where I could watch a hundred thousand Wes Anderson movies. Like I love his style. So I could watch many things like that. And in fact, I've always like, I wish there were more movies just full of quirky characters (laughs) nonstop. So I got this. Thank you, Lauren, for giving me the gift of seeing this movie. Do you like (laughs) Wes Anderson, Lauren? Uh, I will say that I think I've seen some of them, but I don't 
seek out his movies for who he is. I think I really like this one because I like werewolf and I mm. like the topic. Um, I distinctly remember like seeing things like Rushmore or other things and not feeling compelled to watch them. So for me, it's not, it's not, it, 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 I feel that overwhelming quirkiness in those movies, mm-hmm. but I don't feel it in this one. So I think it's just, like I said last time, my brain likes a certain story or characters mm-hmm. and I can just, I can just ride with it. Yeah. I also just, I mean, I won't say what, like, what the outcome is here, but I also found it extremely, um, oh my God, why is the word escaping me? Like, I, I knew exactly what was going to happen, ultimately. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know who, who the werewolf was going to be. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that's just for everybody, but it just felt, it feels that way. Both times. I mean, obviously, the second time when I watched it, I knew who the yeah, werewolf you, you was going to be. Time. But the first time, too, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I know that's not, like, the point. It, I mean, it kind of is. It's kind of like a whodunit, but... Yeah. And, I mean, you brought up Knives Out. I just don't remember that Knives Out... I feel like it delves... I don't feel like it's trying to be... And I know I keep going that word quirky. There's probably another word for it. Like, clever. Like, look how clever we are. I don't remember mm-hmm. that from watching it, but I've only watched it once, and I guess it was a long time ago now. I think part of it is the, so other than quirky, like kind of like the eccentricities are a little bit different. Um, The line deliveries can be, you know, different. And in that like 10 seconds of me speaking, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I swear I had a point. But (laughs) (laughs) I believe you, Lauren. I know you did. At least I came up with a new word. I came up with a different word. (laughs) Um, Oh. kind of character wise it kind of like i know this is a little bit wander but it's still in the horror um i like how i'm doing hand motions no one can see this uh (laughs) so have either of you watched the slasher series i love slasher i have not seen it at all well i loved the last season i haven't watched this season yet the one with the the plague doctor is that a new season um the new one is like the uh, jack the ripper i think yeah he's it, it it's like a strange plague doctor doctor mask oh okay um, i thought that was the the inheritance one i thought that it had that oh no that that's the one i'm watching right now oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. i like okay. that season a lot so kind of that same thing like you freaking hate some of those characters like oh yeah you and you go like really emotionally into like, oh, maybe this guy's okay. Oh no, this guy's like a total D-bag. And then you like kind of go back and forth. And so like I didn't know if maybe you hate the characters. I don't know. I'm going way no, too far on this. No, no, no. I no, and that's a good point. And I that's I don't necessarily there are some movies where I'm like, I didn't like any of these characters, so I don't dig this. But I think you're right. Here you're not supposed to like them. I more just found them annoying and not like, oh, this person is annoying, but like the acting style and stuff, which is so weird because I love camp and I love parody and it sort of is in line with some of those things here. But I just was like, Jesus, shut up. Like, especially like the gay couple. Like, <laughs> I love Cheyenne Jackson and I love the guy from Harvey Gizmo. Yes. And I adore him. But I was just like, would you two just go away, please? And then there's just, and I know this is like dumb in a movie like this, but like, they're all at this, this, hotel or whatever this like in they all like 
tuck their their knife or their their guns away, and then they all leave. Ains thought that last night. Yeah, and a like you. It's just I was just like no no, and I know I'm not supposed to like be over analyzing the actions in a movie like this, but it just felt so weird. Like, why would you all leave and not take your guns with you? I don't know. Plot device. Plot device. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But I was pretty sure Jeremy was going to dig it. Yeah, you were correct. Yay! I wish there were more werewolves in it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you kind of you have to suffer through a lot of my case to get there finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I will take many other because I'm not big on werewolves either. I mean, they're fine, but I don't go. Oh my god, a werewolf movie! I got to see it. So I'm a little different than you in that way, Lauren and Jeremy both. Yeah, you guys both I was like, like I want monsters, be man. <laughs> yes, yeah. you love your monsters. You love your lycanthropes. Yeah, I do, but but yeah, I just I. I could do, I could do without, but there's sometimes where they win me over. Just not here, not now. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> You're forgiven. So, uh, yeah. Unless anyone else has anything else to add, I don't. We can move on Lauren, to the rating. Do you have any other things to add? No, I just feel like we spent the entire time talking about whether we love or hate the concept of the movie. Like we didn't talk about the movie at all. We're just like, screw this. Yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that's talking about the movie. Is it not? Yeah. Do you so? Do you guys know where you've seen the main female lead before? Yeah. Um. It's uh. Uh. God. I wish I could remember her name, but she's in the the phone commercials. Yes, she's in the AT and T commercials. Oh. Yeah, the AT and T commercials. Yep. Yeah. And she, and she was supposed to be Squirrel Girl for Marvel in like a. a I think it was a television series or something that they ended up I, canceling. I could totally see that. Yeah. She's 110% Squirrel Girl. Which would have been cool as hell. And then it was one of those things where like Marvel decided it was too big of a swing, too weird for them. So they axed it like they've done with a lot of projects that I thought would be real cool and weird for them. But well, Marvel's a whole other that. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on and on about that, but that's like, a we're going to other... do Iron Fist, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" And then they're like, "We're going to shoot it really bad." Okay, we're yeah. done. But it's going to be real boring. It's going to be real bad. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I did not put that together. That she's the phone girl. That's her. Apparently, she got harassed a lot. So yeah. I don't know if she's done anything since then, but she was getting a lot of kind of online harassment and bullying mm-hmm. because human trash on the internet yeah right yeah uh people people People. are the worst i just want people to be nice to each other and do nice things oh my god i was like ready to scream when i heard that i was like i feel that so hard so i feel all the time who's mr rogers Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm i do the thing i love the most about this movie is that poster with like the crocheted like wolf yeah yes that poster is so cool it's very good very clever very very cute but yeah i guess um oh i got one out of five mr rogers neighborhood references oh that was so close what i was gonna do how many how many do we all give it bjp you go first let's get it out of the way (laughs) (laughs) rip off that band-aid gonna give it two and a half stars 
Okay. Lauren? Oh, no. I got to give it four. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm going to give it three and a half um, with my asterisk I like to do because I know I'm going to revisit this. Like this was a, immediately a movie where I'm like, I'm going to want to watch this again. Um, and I wonder how I'll react the next time, but I will keep everyone updated. And still we got <laughs> a... Split scream. Split scream. I mean, I do love that sound effect. So. <laughs> yes. The, uh, yeah. We haven't Split used it very much scream. recently. Because we're usually just on the same side of the fence, you know? I know, lately, but I like a good uh, divisive movie for us. <laughs> but at least now I know that I never have to watch this again. Yep, it's out of the way. Yep. And we'll I'll never talk watch about it. it again. I'll watch it again and I'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> No, but please write us and tell us what you thought of Monster in the Closet and Werewolves Within, scaringasharing at gmail.com, or follow us on Insta, like Lauren does. Scaring yeah. a sharing, all one word. Get at us, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button, whatever they say, <laughs> I don't know. Just listen. Just and talk to listen. Us. And Lauren, thank you so much for coming. It has been so good to get to know you better, yeah. to spend time with you. What a delight. It feels like we already know you because of all of those emails that we've read. Like, I feel like I I have so much insight into your little world. So it was awesome to actually have you on here. Yes. Well, I'm glad that it went that way as opposed to like, holy crap, we need to block this person and just cut all ties. No, never. It kind of operates the other way. You know, like people can listen to you for, what is this, 130 episodes? Is that what you said? Uh, You're on one episode. So like, on the listener end, we're like, we know you people. And then on the other end, we're just those strangers that listen to you talk. So, yeah. No, so far, like, that's been such a joy here is like, I feel like I've just made a lot of friends through this show. Like all these people that were listeners that we've gotten to know from you guys, like writing into us and talking to us. Like, it's just more friends to me, which is like amazing that um, you're all people I never would have run into in any other way except doing the show. And I just think that's incredible. And what do we call you? The gothic gardener? The goth goth, botanist. The goth botanist. botanist. The goth botanist herself. Love (laughs) it. So good. Well, keep coming back, as they say. And just remember that we trace the call and it's coming from inside the house. It's in the trees. It's coming. It's in the closet. (laughs) that's right and keep watching and talking about scary movies because scaring is sharing thanks lauren bye scaring is sharing scaring is sharing This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.